Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the solid rock of the Word of God? Good to welcome you to the podcast today. I have recently been wrestling with a bit of a dilemma, at least in terms of being a pastor, because I have too much to preach and too little life left to spend it in. <laughs> and that's something that I was thinking about just the other day, and it recurred, uh, the the memory w- recurred to me again even today, that as I sat meditating on God's Word, I thought, how will I ever be able to preach the entire counsel of God in the short life that I have? And uh, because I got 66 books to preach through, and you have 66 books to study through, and one of the topics that some at some point I'd like to tackle in my ministry is the topic of Bible characters. Uh, I know that throughout the Scripture there are, there are is a host of of Bible characters that are brought to our attention in some aspect of their life and what they're like, or the Lord uh, has. Uh, has providentially seen that they've been put in our Bible for a reason. Either they have an example we are to follow, or they have something we should avoid in their lives. And and so I think that they're wonderfully instructive, and uh, I believe going through maybe in an alphabetical way and approach uh, some of the significant characters in the Bible would be a wonderful study. But uh, as it is now, I I have uh, a lot of preaching to do before I reach that point, maybe intersperse them uh, between the sermon series that I do. But I hope that that is an encouragement to you not to neglect the study of Bible characters. You can actually get some good books written on that topic, and you can begin to investigate those a little bit and see why God put them there in the Bible for your benefit. One of those characters that I've been reading about recently, and you have too if you've been reading through the Bible program, is found in Joshua, the book of Joshua. Actually, this individual appears uh, back in the book of Numbers as well, because Numbers is really where you first start to see him interacting uh, with the Bible text. In Numbers 13 and 14, you are really introduced to the character of this person. And the man that I want to talk about today is Caleb in the Bible. Caleb has always been a special name to me because it meant so much when I was reading the Bible as a young man. Um, Caleb is one of those great Bible characters that stands out in Scripture. In fact, it's interesting that great people for God really aren't that complicated. When you read through the Scripture, they're really simply those kind of people who rest in Him. I mean, you you can read about a real man of God uh like a book, uh, to somebody who understands the truth of the Spirit of God, it's really easy to determine or discern why a man of God is a great man. And that's the case with Caleb as well. He wasn't a complicated figure. He was not somebody that was hard to figure out. You could, as I said, read him like a book. A real man of God is that way. So, uh, If we're going to learn to follow the Lord as Caleb did, it's important that we understand some things that made him a great servant of the Lord in the scriptures itself. In Joshua chapter 14 and verse 11, Caleb speaks up and says this, quote, as yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so my strength now for war, both to go out and to come in, 
So Caleb, at this point in Israel's history, was an 85-year-old man. And yet, by his own admission, he's just as strong as he ever was. He had great strength. He had the vigor almost of his youth. And at 85 years old, he had been unusually blessed of God. Uh, Joshua 15 and verse 14 states that he drove out the three giants, the sons of Anak, from the land. He was able to win battles. Joshua 14, 12, Caleb asked Joshua, now give me that mountain. Uh, that I would win in the victory. And so Caleb was a blessed, a man blessed of God physically. But I would suggest to you that Caleb, even more than that, was blessed spiritually by God. And the question naturally should arise to our minds, well, why was it? Why was Caleb such a, such a, a good uh, character and figure in the Bible and a servant of the Lord? And in a, in a brief sentence, it's this. He was a man of faith. He was a man of faith. In Numbers 13 and 14, you'll remember the spies were sent out into the land to travel up and down it and examine the cities and their defenses and what the people were like and those things. And when they came back, you'll remember that 10 of the spies that were sent out actually gave a bad report. Uh, they were very uh, discouraging to the people of God from doing what God called them to do. But Caleb, uh, as well as Joshua, Caleb disagreed with the majority of those men. Uh, he, they said that uh, we're measuring our ability to be able to defeat the people of the promised land by our own strength and not by the strength of God, in essence. He was a man that had faith that what God orders, he can pay for, that what God commands, he can enable you to do. By the way, you know that's true even today. What God prescribes for you to do, what he says is the right course of action, he never leaves you on your own, he gives you the wherewithal to be able to accomplish that command and that task. Don't you ever forget that. Sometimes it seems that God's commands are daunting to us. Sometimes we feel like there's too many obstacles and too many giants in the way. And we need to remember that with the strength of God, God will help you to overcome that which seems to be just a danger to you or to be just incapable of being overcome. I want to remind you today that there are a lot of giants that come into your life. David defeated one and Caleb said, you know what? We're able to defeat this because that's what God called us to do. Caleb and Joshua measured all the giants against God. So the ten spies trembled, but Caleb and Joshua, they triumphed. And they, the ten, uh, had big giants and a little God. So the people cried out, let us go back to Egypt. But Caleb and Joshua said, let's go back and do what God said to do. Let's go take the land. In Numbers fourteen twenty four, the Bible says, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit in him and hath followed me fully, him will I bring into the land whereunto he sent. Never once was Caleb found written in the Bible in rebellion against Moses or against God. Never once was he found among those who complained and murmured and wimped out and just failed to follow what the Lord had told him to do. He didn't say go back to Egypt. He said, let us go and do what God wants us to do. So as a result of that and as a reward of obedience, God blessed him with unusual long life 
and, and great strength, I might add. It's not just a matter that he lived to be 85 at, at the time of his speech, but he lived to be that age and yet be like a young man. Uh, and so he had rest in his life, and God rewarded him with the property and the, the inheritance that God had promised to him today. You know, that's what God looks on as a servant of his, a man of faith, a man who trusts the Lord. Are you a person of faith today? Uh, Are you confident that what God tells you to do, he can enable you to accomplish? Well, that's what Caleb was. You know, faith is important. Hebrews 11, verse 6, the Bible says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Seek his face today, trust his word, and act on his promises. God bless you.